Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John chapter 10. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read that we would hear the voice of Jesus and that we would listen and obey and follow him. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John chapter 10. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who does not enter through the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up at some other place, that one is a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the door is the shepherd of the sheep. For this one the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Whenever he sends out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. And they will never follow a stranger, but will flee from him, because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus told them this parable, but they did not understand what it was that he was saying to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All those who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep do not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved, and will come in, and will go out, and will find pasture. The thief comes only so that he can steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf approaching and abandons the sheep and runs away. And the wolf seizes them and scatters them. Because he is a hired hand, and he is not concerned about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep which are not from this fold. I must bring these also, and they will hear my voice, and they will become one flock, one shepherd. Because of this, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, so that I may take possession of it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down voluntarily. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take possession of it again. This commandment I received from my father. Again, there was a division among the Jews because of these words. And many of them were saying, He has a demon and is out of his mind. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, These are not the words of one who is possessed by a demon. A demon is not able to open the eyes of the blind, is it? Then the feast of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews surrounded him and began to say to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The deeds that I do in the name of my Father, these testify about me. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they will never perish forever, and no one will seize them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can seize them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Then the Jews picked up stones again so that they could stone him. Jesus answered them, I have showed you many good deeds from the Father. For which one of them are you going to stone me? The Jews answered him, 
We are not going to stone you concerning a good deed, but concerning blasphemy, and because you, although you are a man, make yourself to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say about he whom the Father set apart and sent into the world, You are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not do the deeds of my Father, do not believe me. But if I am doing them, even if you do not believe me, believe the deeds, so that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. So they were seeking again to seize him, and he departed out of their hand. And he went away again to the other side of the Jordan, to the place where John was baptizing at an earlier time, and he stayed there. And many came to him and began to say, John performed no sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many believed in him there. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 9, Jesus healed the blind man. The metaphor throughout that chapter was seeing. Jesus switches to the metaphor of hearing in this chapter. In the first metaphor, or parable, Jesus says that he is the true shepherd, and all the others are thieves and robbers. The others were trying to steal the sheep for themselves. That is a reference to the Jewish leaders, I think. Jesus says that the sheep will hear his voice and follow him. We saw that in action with the blind man. He saw right through the Jewish leaders and used irrefutable logic to know that Jesus was from God. Jesus says his sheep won't follow a stranger. The audience would have known sheep very well because they were all around that area. And sheep do know voices and learn to trust the voice of their shepherd. Then Jesus says he is the door of the sheep. Jesus is referring to a sheep pen, which would have been made of perhaps stone and have one doorway. So he is saying he's the only way to safety inside and pasture outside. Then Jesus compares himself as the good shepherd to a hired hand. The hired hand is going to run away when there's trouble, but Jesus is going to save the sheep at the expense of his own life. Jesus summarizes saying that he knows his sheep and they know him, that he will give his life for the sheep voluntarily, and then he will take his life back up again because that is what the Father wants. Jesus mentions other sheep not from this fold. I think he's talking about the Gentiles, people who are not Jews, who will be brought together with the believing Jews to form one flock. The people respond. Some say Jesus is crazy and has a demon. They aren't his sheep. Others point to the miracles, specifically the healing of the blind man, and say that evidence does not point to a demon. Then John moves us to a feast of the dedication when Jesus was in the temple area. We would know this by its modern name, Hanukkah. The feast was instituted between the Old and New Testament when they rededicated the temple after it had been desecrated. The Jews come to Jesus and ask him if he is the Christ. Jesus points to the miracles. He says they have enough evidence to know already. But they don't believe the evidence because they are not his sheep. He says his sheep are safe with him and no one can take them away from him. Then he says in verse 30, The Father and I are one. The Jews pick up stones to kill Jesus. Jesus points out that his miracles should prove his claims, and he got away from them. Then, as a contrast, Jesus preaches in the same area where John the Baptist had preached. 
people heard his voice there. And now for a deeper dive. The verses around verse 34 take some work to understand. Verse 34, Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say about he whom the Father set apart and sent into the world, you are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? The you are gods part is a quote from Psalm 82. I'm going to go ahead and read that psalm. A psalm of Asaph. God stands in the divine assembly. He administers judgment in the midst of the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show favoritism to the wicked? Judge on behalf of the helpless and the orphan. Provide justice to the afflicted and the poor. Rescue the helpless and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They do not know or consider. They go about in the darkness so that all the foundations of the earth are shaken. I have said, You are gods and sons of the Most High, all of you. However, you will die like men and you will fall like one of the princes. Rise up, O God, judge the earth, because you shall inherit all the nations. It appears that the people God is saying this to are judges of the land. They're making judgments like God, but their judgments are not like God's judgment. So the psalm is calling God to judge the judges who think so highly of themselves. Now, back to Jesus' point. If these men, who were judges, could be called gods, whose only claim was their position of authority, how much more could Jesus be called God when he was doing miracles to prove his claim? This type of argument is called the lesser to the greater. If the lesser thing is true, how much more must the greater thing be true? Another example of this type of argument is in Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Therefore, If you, although you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Jesus is not saying his claim to being a god is like the claim of those judges. Jesus is saying his claim is so much greater because he is proving it with the miracles. Now, the question for us is, will we listen Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.